Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to sort the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter, spin his weapon through a chokehold. College Oak coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn or what your man to say? We spitting live wireless, leave him shot with the gamma ray. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't the closest to candidate. I block the deep and you draw like Japanese animated. It's just us and the rest, news off the hottest press. Dope from the boogie down, Kyle Holt and Philly West. Repping with the legends, classic in the few second politics. Sports segment, live phone, call up with question. It's the NYPA, 95 connection, real people. Ain't no stripping cute call for the just team on the grind time till it's all perfection. Throw it past the satellite so you can catch reception. So touch ground with us. We kill challenges. A murder it for every number on your calendars. From west to the boogie down the greyhound in this. We Google spot, anchor podcast pocket this. Welcome to NYPA Entertainment Radio, live here on Blog Talk. It's Sunday, 5 o'clock. Thank you for joining me live <clears throat> today. I didn't think she was going to do it, and I was secretly hoping she would join me because she usually embarrasses me, but I love her. She's my big sister from another mister who's always there for me when I need her. Don't call her Nikki. She hit you with a two-piece quickie. Lost in the great state of Texas in the city of Austin. Let's give it up for Nicole. Applause, 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 applause. Now applause, city of applause. Thank you. They applauded. I was going to keep it brief, then you would jump on You were going to jump on me if I kept it brief, so I figured I'd be, it'd be funny. But um, I'm glad you cleaned it up because I didn't want to have to cuss you out in between music breaks if you didn't. And, you know, it's amazing. I'm so glad you love me. I love you, too. You're, you know, my family, and I always got your back. With that being said, give me a little peek behind the curtain, everyone. Her and I, not maybe just doing this show. We may do a little spinoff, a little something, a little snippet we've been discussed. We've been talking about. We're not going to tell you everything yet, but there might be a little spinoff of this. A little 30-minute segment, 45, maybe no more than that. Little bonuses, little stuff. Her and I, topical things. That's all I'm going to give you. We're working on that sometime this year. It will happen. So look out for that. We'll have a title yet another working on that. It's coming to a podcast near you, so there's that right there. And it's February, which is a new month. I just my birthday is on Wednesday, but it's a new month, new music playlist. And I think a lot of the, the stuff I picked, not a lot, the one or two, maybe three artists I have on here is because of Nicole. And I like the song, because you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to tell you how to play them. But let me see, maybe two on here, maybe two or three. I like that, that really the artist that she 
uh, put a spotlight on and said, oh, listen to these, put this on place. And I, when I put them together, I was like, oh, yeah. So I listened to them, and I went, good, very good, good music, good music. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to tell her. She's going to be surprised. She'll, she'll know when she hears it. But good artists, man. Like, these are good artists that I never heard from as part of this month's playlist. And as always, it's uh, um, music from all genres, past and present. Sidebar, it just, it just threw me off for a minute. I looked outside, stuff it to be dark. The sun is still shining. And I realized daylight saving time was like a month away, like 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And I'm usually during the winter, the past month or a couple of months, I look, I would look, the glance, I thought it'd be dark. And that sun is coming through the window. And I'm like, what time is it? And then realized, again, daylight saving time is like right around the corner. It's next month, I believe, like March 8th. So it'll be here before you know it. Um, which means spring is coming. I love daylight saving time. I can't stand when it gets dark early. I like it. That means the warmth is coming. But it has been seasonably warm on the East Coast here. So can't complain about that. But I won't complain oh, about this. Really Go ahead. What did you say? I, I'm saying that, the, that as we get closer to daylight savings time, I'm noticing that the days have been really gorgeous. I mean, I know I'm in the south, and a lot of people are still snowed in and have some horrible weather, but it's even a little warm for us at this time mm. of year, but the days have been absolutely gorgeous. It's 79 degrees right now, and it's like really pretty, and sunny, and the birds are chirping, and and all that. I'm not trying to flex. This was not a flex. This is not a weather flex. It's just that it's like I can tell because usually around now it's dim outside where it looks like, you know, like like uh, like God was like, all right, lights out, you know, because it's been dark so early, and now it's just been it's been staying lighter longer, and it just makes you want to do more stuff. It feels like you got more of your day. That's all. It's just you, I, you I said agree. You said seventy nine degrees. You said seventy nine degrees. 79 degrees. 79. Okay, I'd like to apologize to the states on the East Coast and the Midwest who are now in the 30s and some maybe in the 20s. You know, I, you know, she, she likes to show off. She likes to show off. You know, that's I'm not We're suffering in the 30s and 40s and 20s. This thing is beautiful. You, you, you ain't got to throw a 79. We're all shivering and shit. She's like, oh, 79 in February. Because I was like, golly, I'm sweating. And I looked and I was like, oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> he had to sweat in there. <laughs> no, because I, 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 I sweating. No, uh, I mean, because I have like, all these winter clothes out and I'm just like, golly, I'm uncomfortable thinking, you know, because the mornings will start out cool and crisp. And so you're like, okay, this is what you expect, you know, winter going into spring is going to be like. And then you realize why you burning and sweating bullets. It's like because you have a sweater and it's 79 degrees outside. You know, started out at 42 degrees this morning. And then it just when the sun came up, it was like, Blink, I'm here. You know, and it's been warm ever since. So, I again, I apologize. That was not meant to be a weather flex on anybody who is struggling in the snow, in the blistery cold, in rain, in any of that kind of stuff, because I've been there. I have lived in those same climates, and I'm a weird freak because I actually like cold weather, like really cold weather, you know, because then you can show your fashion and all the, the layers and stuff, but I get it. I get it. I should be thankful for what we have, and that's why I was saying it's a beautiful day for me here 
and I'm thankful. That's it. Weather flats. I like no water tickled me. Weather flats. Uh, <laughs> speaking of flat scenes, it appears, and I didn't get a chance last week or the week before last. There's a couple of topics I'm a. I had to put a pin in it and come back around to. It's only a week or two old, but um, this might have been maybe going on two weeks ago. It was uh, Meek Mill reportedly gets in heat, into a heated confrontation with ex Nicki Minaj and her new husband. Um, it was in West Hollywood, California. A former uh, couple, Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj, reportedly ran into each other uh, two weeks ago, January 24th, at the high-end clothing store Maxfield in West Hollywood, uh, where chaos ensued. Nicki and her new husband, Kenneth Petty, were casually browsing around the store when, the, when they bumped into Meek. Uh, while it's unclear what prompted uh, what prompted it, a shouting match quickly erupted with Petty called Meek, quote, <clears throat> a cat, but that's not what he said. We're uncensored. He called him a pussy. Uh, and Meek returning the sentiment. Then it sounds like Petty screams, you ain't talking to her no more. You can't talk to me one-on-one. Uh, Nikki appears to jump in and call Meek a bitch. Uh, solo rapper uh, Rec Tech, who happened to be in the same area, snapped two separate selfies, both of Meek and Nikki. After the alleged incident popped off, he approached Nikki, who initially thought he was he was part of Meek's crew. She got in his face at first, but then apparently realized who he was. Um, uh, Rick, Rick Tech, Tech, whatever his name is, reportedly went into more detail on Instagram Live. He confirmed Nikki, uh, Nikki Petty and Meek did indeed start beefing. Now, there's a listen. Here's a tip: if you're going to videotape something with your cell phone and you're not close, there's something called I don't know, zoom in, like zoom the fuck in. Don't show it to the world if the shit is like you see figures in the background and they got to use like arrows to show who it is. Zoom, pick your finger or it, zoom in so you can see the faces and what's going on if you want to post it. I, I don't understand that every time I see that. It's like, who cares? Kevin, Kevin's horrible. With the high-tech phones we have, you zoom in. Let's see Let's see it. Let's zoom so, in. Now, the actual – go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, so I – so for your critique, I actually have a response for you. Um, so I was watching, I don't know anybody who watches uh, Lovely Tea on YouTube, but that video that was circulating around and was shown on TMZ and all that kind of stuff, what happened is that the person mm-hmm. who took the video actually works at the store, and mm-hmm. they were trying to record on the sneak so they wouldn't get fired. And there were mm-hmm. so many people at the store, employees that were there, that as of now, no one knows exactly who it was that was recording. So they were trying, they were trying to do it where it looked like they weren't recording, but they were. So that's why they couldn't zoom in and do all that. They uh, then sent the the recording to a friend who does not work for the company, and that friend is the one that brokered it to TMZ, and that's how TMZ and all those other outlets got that. But that's why it looks all crazy and messed up because they work at that location, and they didn't want to get caught for providing 
audio and the video. So that that's why they just kind of had to do whatever, leave it in their pocket or do some other crazy mm-hmm. stuff and just kind of run around like all the other employees are doing. And that's that's why the mm-hmm. video is so bad for them. Uh, I, I call, understand what you're saying. About I call, the video I call bullshit. It's like either, listen, either you're going to do it or don't do it. You It doesn't take long to set it up boop, and do it that fast. It takes a millisecond. Or don't do it at all. How about that? Don't do it at all. Simple. No. If you're going to air, I'm, I'm a simple cinematography. If you're going to air something public and you want to get the juice and let everybody know, oh, look, I got something exclusive, put some work into it. Come on. It don't take that long to do it. It's not that hard. They didn't want to lose their it. job. They didn't want to lose their, lose their job. Well, then, don't, don't, then don't do it then. Then don't do it. If you're going to do it right, okay, don't me, do it at all. Either shit or get off the pot. Let me let you know this. You gonna get one more chance to yell at me before I reach through the phone and hurt you, okay? Y'all heard it. I, I, I yell at you all the time. I yell at you, you all the time. I yell at you all the time. We're done with that. <laughs> We're done with that. When I don't yell at you, that's you. Oh, what's wrong? When I yell at you, I'm okay. So, no, that's not go. true. That's not true. I don't appreciate being yelled at. You talking to me like you somebody's daddy, and you dang sure ain't mine. Excuse me, people. I am someone. I am someone's father. I am someone's father. You on this radio show, but still, back. I am someone's father. Anyway, yeah, you ain't my daddy. You ain't my daddy. I ain't trying to be. That's nasty. That's insane. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on, I, 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 going back to the story where you had to jump in and defend that whack-ass cinematography, moving on about the, about that situation, about Nikki and me and whatever. Listen, things happen when you see an ex and somebody new. It, it happens. They're humans. They have the right to be mad, whatever reason. Something happened that we don't know, and might be some hurt feelings there. Who did what to whom, only they, only they know. Um, but I don't see when people make a big deal, they're human beings because if they're quote-unquote celebrities, listen, man, we we see people argue all the time in public. They're having to be celebrities. Something happened between them. There's some hurt feelings there. I totally understand. Trust me. Um, and then somebody said something, said something, and, you know, you just, just, there's a lot of animosity there. For whatever reason, only they know. So it's not unusual. Um, they're human beings at the end of the day, so my advice stays all away from each other. But for real though, that um golly, what was it, that opening line on uh Meek's record where he was talking about mm-hmm. talking to Nikki basically about how she's mm-hmm. uh, with a man who wears boot cut jeans with Balenciagas, which was hilarious. And <laughs> just hearing that whole intro is funny because he was just like what he he basically said like what the fuck is the matter with you you can call me <laughs> like, like <laughs> it's just funny like he's like I think something might be wrong like for real like I know we got beef but I care about you you can call me you are dating me Don't get these fools riled up. You're trying to get them riled up and get them to fight over you. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a bad look. It's a bad move. 
But um, but yeah, yeah I just thought that was. Funny. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is funny. And, I mean, it, it, like I said, something happened deep that only they know, um, and we're just guessing or hearsay, but they know the truth. Who who hurt whom? Only again, that's between them. So apparently, there's some still some hurt feelings there. Or whose side? Who know? May look like me. Who knows? But it's normal. It's just again, just pretty much stay away from that person. Just they around and you know, walk the other way, or you got to talk to them, whatever. But well, yeah, that is apparently what happened in the store. So uh, Nikki and her new husband—is that really official? Are they truly married, or did they just kind of do the thing for show? Because I don't know if they like for real, for real, for real married. I but, don't know. Um, they they say they are. But who knows? Who knows? Well, what happened is that the so according to you know people who worked in the store, they were already in the store, and then someone, I guess like an assistant or whatever, was coming, you know, coming to the store to be like, hey, so Meek is coming to shop, and then they were like, oh crap, Nikki is here. So one of the store managers went over to Nikki and her husband, and was like, look. You know, Meek Mill is supposed to be coming here as well. We just want to, you know, let you know to be aware so that everybody can kind of go to their respective corners. Like, you know, like it just happened to be they were already in the store and he was already down. He was also shopping and doing. So it didn't sound like like this was a planned thing. But then when he Mm -hmm. got in, allegedly, and then he got into the store, and then that's when – Kenneth Petty was like, well, I want to talk to you, and I roll with so many people. And that's when Meek was like, yeah, I roll with people too, but, you know, basically, screw you, I'm not doing doing the stuff here. And that was where the argument popped off, and that's where the recording started. But that's what happened is that the store manager was trying to defuse the situation and apparently just kind of poured kerosene gas on it, um, and it just went from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you need to stop. You know, if if you were in a similar situation, you would have some words to say. You you real slick with your mouth, so I know. You I, have I know. No, to wait, say wait, 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 wait. I never denied that. However, however, it appears that from allegedly sounds like Kenneth said something to him first. Whereas you can just totally ignore it from you don't see him, you don't see him. You see him, just you don't have to say nothing, you know. I'm just saying, it seems like he's yeah. petty. That's what it seems like. Yes, because of the whole, <laughs> because of that record when <laughs> he was talking about them. <laughs> mm. Which I'm just like, uh, grow up, come on. I mean, it's funny, but grow mm. up. Like, like y'all, you have a lot yeah. to lose at the like, it's not worth it to try to get into a fight and possibly get your butt thrown right back into jail being a knucklehead. It's just, like, it's just not no, worth it. No, no, no. So it's one of those things. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of money, but his wife got a lot of money, and it's like, so you want her to waste her money? She, Her brother just got convicted. Do you really want to put that on exactly. her? Exactly. And then me, you, you're you out. You're making money now. You signed a deal with Mitchell and Ness. You got a lot of big things happening. You're in a, you're, you're about to co-star in the Will Smith movie. Will Smith did a Pinky Smith movie. Um, I seen the trailer like last week, like last week when I was with to see Bad Boys. Um, so you got a lot of things happening also. So listen, 
feel what you feel. If you can avoid it, you can avoid it. I know as a human being, somebody come at you sideways, you're going to take up for yourself. Um, however, in this situation, being celebrity, so to speak, you got a lot rotten, a lot rotten on you, your, uh, your retaliation. You know what I mean? Um, if you just said hard to do to walk away, I get it, but at the same time, like you got to be careful. Because so does Nikki, same thing. She got a lot rotten on. She got a lot of stuff brewing. And so does them. It's like, go, go, like you said, go in your separate corners and it's cool, cool. Uh, Samuel Jackson said, cool the fuck out. Um, she have a new uh, a new album or a new record dropping soon. I think she just she just uh, um published publicized that not too long ago, like in the last week. Mm-hmm. So she has so, some yeah, music again. Coming. A lot, a lot of stuff. Um, another topic I I, I uh, put a pen in on last week was going on two weeks now. I wanted to get to, and I'm glad you're here because I think I will get a lot better response from you about this is because this is this is a good conversation here. Uh Oprah says Sundance documentary exit uh closed down the victory for Russell Simmons. Uh, appearing on the CBS Morning Show to promote her new book club selection, Oprah Winfrey explained why she took her name off the Kirby Dick and Amy Zering Sundance bound documentary on the record about the sexual assault in the music industry featuring women who've accused Russell Simmons of misconduct. Winfrey, a victim of sexual assault herself, says she understood what it's like to be uh, believed and reiterated that she believes the women featured in the documentary, but insists her her move was not to was not to inconsistencies in the film and desire to get things right. The only question for me is what is the right thing to do? Winfrey said in part explaining that before she was publicly pressured by Simmons and others to drop the documentary, she went to she went to the filmmakers and said they had a problem, quote a problem. Because of new information and inconsistencies, she thought they should look look at and urge look at and urge that they should pull the documentary from Sundance, or she'll have to take her name off of it. Quote: I just care about getting it right. Winfrey said, adding that she she wanted the context broadened and more women added. Winfrey, who has served as an executive producer in the film, took her name off the documentary and pulled it from. Apple TV Plus, 11, uh, going on two weeks ago now, shortly before its Sundance world premiere, which is set, which was on January 25th, last week. In a statement uh, at the time, Winfrey said, in part, in my opinion, there's more work to be done on the film to illuminate the full scope of what the victim endured, and it has become clear that the filmmakers and I not aligned in the creative vision. Even though she took her name off the documentary after Sims publicly pressured her to do so, Winfrey insisted this is not a victory for Russell. I did not pull out because of Russell. I cannot be silenced by Russell Simmons after all I've been through. And she called claims that she wasn't standing up for black women could be intimidated by Simmons ridiculous. Winfrey said she hopes people see the film and make their own decisions. The film from the directors of acclaimed sexual assault docs, The Hunting Ground, and the Visible War features interviews with a number of women who accused Simmons of rape, including Sila Abrams, Abrams, excuse me, Sherry Hines, Jenny Lamette, and former Def Jam executive Drew Dixon. It may it may have been the filming to focus on Dixon at the exclusion of the women's stories that troubled Winfrey. Um, it was it was leaked that 
let me see, the Hollywood Reporter stated in the feature two weeks ago, um, but Dick says the focus on Dixon's experience is due to her having, quote, such an amazing story and such deep insight into experience that it just opened up a whole world to us. We thought if we were feeling, we thought if we were feeling, wow, this is a whole new world of understanding these issues, audiences would feel the same way. And it goes on from there. You well, heard about a part of that. I, I have mm-hmm. a part of that, and I didn't, I, I couldn't, I didn't hear if you mention it. Part of the reason too that Oprah is cited for um, removing herself is because her, um, I believe it's her, one of her directors or producer. Um, oh, um, it's the president of OWN, Tina Perry. Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. Mm. So because. Tina Perry and and Dixon were sorority sisters, and they knew each other. Uh, and that's really? the tie where other people were like, well, wait a minute, because Oprah, as other reports have said that um, were, her camp didn't, you know, at first get out who, who said what, but um, they said that Oprah had been told that there were holes in the story, and that was where her, like, well, we just need, there's some inconsistencies, and we just need to get everything and make sure everything is done right. And um, and uh, so Perry is a little bit younger than Dixon, but they all, like, kind of knew each other. And um, <clears throat> Perry was working at a law firm, and that was when she and Dixon, like, hooked up again after college. And that, and they became friends during that time that this event and stuff, like in that window of time where some of these things are supposed to be happening. Um, mm. And so, actually, Dixon was uh, like actually kind of put, pulling Perry under her wing, and then mm. you know things kind of started to change and stuff like that. And mm. um, what happened is that they had a falling out because I guess Tina let some information that happened behind closed doors because she was kind of showing her how the ropes, how everything works. Like uh-huh. things started getting back to Dixon that Perry uh-huh. was either gossiping or giving up some, not trade secrets, but stuff that was going on behind uh-huh. closed doors. As you know, you can't talk about it in entertainment because uh-huh. it's just until uh-huh. things happen, you know? Right. Right. Um, and so that was where their kind of, I guess, rift or so that's too strong of a word, but, that was when they kind of parted ways after being in the sorority. But Tina Perry was telling Oprah that maybe uh, Dixon like might not be the most trustworthy or there might be some things going on or there might be some inconsistencies and stuff like that. Right. Um, and so she was kind of in Oprah's ear about that. So that's where Oprah kind of was like wait a second and then other people were like hey we've heard this information and it seems a little bit different than what uh, Dixon was saying so that was Uh where a lot of that came in and Dixon said that she had kind of forgotten about Perry because they hadn't talked to each other in like a couple decades 
you know, because mm-hmm. they hadn't been around each other since like the '90s when all that stuff happened, and she helped her out after they got out of um, right. after they were both right. like uh, Dixon, I guess, was an attorney or was working as an attorney or all that kind of stuff. So that is a little bit deeper into that backstory of of why That's Oprah was like mm, I don't know about that. right. But it, the, the flip side of that was uh, prior to this, when Russell Simmons. Uh, stated, uh, and I said allegedly also, he took six hours, uh, or six hours in total, three lie detectors. And no one, no one reports that. Um, a lot of the women that are coming out, he said at the time, everyone knows he was a playboy. They know he, he ran amok. And it, and it was, uh, you know, it wasn't forced. They, everyone agreed. It was, Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's upset because it seems like he's he's targeted and they're lying and she's going along with it. Where and, and everyone else is like, well, how come you're not doing a documentary on Woody Allen, Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, Matt Lauer? We go on and on and on. The white counterparts, but you're circling the drain. You you you, you hop on the bandwagon about Michael Jackson. Now it's Russell Simmons. Like, but the white counterparts, everybody's like, you're not doing. You're not. Saying the thing to them, you're not targeting them. Yeah, how to make a documentary about them is just too coincidental that it seems like she's just not to turn a blind eye and just kind of focusing on African American males. Um, mm-hmm. And that was like big beef. It was about it, you know. And it, it, it looks in the natural, it looks like she is. Um, but it's right though. But I don't think you know. You rarely hear me right now that Weinstein is doing something. But it's not running amok on television like Cosby was. It's not running amok online like R. Kelly was. Like, you hear dribs and drabs. Um, and it's very interesting. He got a documentary on Simmons, but what about the Matt Lowers of the world, the Kevin Spacey, the fucking Woody Allen, even, the Weinsteins, like I just mentioned? It, it's a lot. It, 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 it is some, I don't know, sneaky shit, but a little bit of some bullshit bottom line is going on. There's a lot of bullshit going on that just doesn't this doesn't make sense. It's just like, you know, you I, I always say on the show, if you want to go after one, get them all. Get all of them. Don't just isolate X amount of people. Get them all. Black, white, male, female, whatever. You go get them all. Round them all up and and, and do them all at the same time. If you're going to do it that way. You know what I'm saying? So, right. that's just that side of it. Though it was just kind of interesting. Um, mm. Would you watch it? Would you watch the documentary? Um, I feel like the chances are high. I probably wouldn't. Uh, well, mm-hmm. well, actually, I'll take that back. I'll say I will. I would maybe watch the first. 30 minutes just to see what direction it's going because I have to say I didn't fully appreciate what was done with the Michael Jackson one I I mean we talked about this off air a little bit where I kind of feel like the like I feel like it's suspect that they're bringing this stuff up now and you know the parents at the time were really happy if they felt like they knew something was wrong. You know, to have these parents go, I just knew mm-hmm. something wasn't right. If you had this pit in your stomach or you had a question, you sure did leave your kids real quick, fast, in a hurry with somebody that you're claiming that 
the entire time they gave you chills or it was weird or it was whatever it is. You didn't question it when you left your kids there and you were more than happy to take settlement money. And now you're looking for more settlement and the man has already passed. He can't defend himself. He can't fight him. He can't mm-hmm. fight for himself. It just mm-hmm. seems very odd that he's been gone this long and they had plenty of opportunities to continue the cases and to do whatever and then they just decided mm-hmm. to do this documentary. Now they're trying to sue again. And that's mm-hmm. not me as an apologist because I take sexual assault and things like that very seriously. I just find mm-hmm. it suspect that you were okay with leaving your kids, leaving leaving your kids if you true if, if you believe what they say, leading them to the slaughter. If you believe what the parents are saying, that they mm-hmm. had no problem doing that when it was all hush hush and quiet, and then all of a sudden when you know what I'm saying, I just I kind of yeah. feel like if yeah. if I'm somebody creepy. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving my dog, let alone my purse, let alone my right. rat from the fifth grade. <laughs> I'm not leaving right. anything. So, right. So, leave it less when I hear parents who are now trying to sue for more money after however many twenty years or however you know, like long it's been mm-hmm. since those cases went by. It's like if you if they were adjudicated back then or they settled or they did whatever, mm-hmm. and he has mm-hmm. not. Uh, been convicted or lost a court trial or anything like that, then what more is there to say now? And why are you trying to sue again when you've already settled or did whatever you did back in the day? It's not like new evidence came to light. You just you're just making someone look bad again. And again, we don't know the real the real tea, the real skinny, the real whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah. the man has been dead for a while, and he not. He can't defend himself. So, and, I, and and again, I'm, I'm not. I I don't want to represent. I I'm not trying to defend anyone who abuses people or does anything to children. Like I said, you and I know how seriously I take stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I also am not about to jump on a bandwagon of just saying everybody is this, you know. And then you kind of find out a little bit later, it's like, well, actually, this and this and that happened, or I was really upset that this and this and that, that's why I said what I said. You know, you come to find out that it's not quite exactly what we thought it was, and people get really fast. And, and again, there's women that have been accused. Why aren't we hearing about these women? Why aren't we hearing about any of these other people? The only difference is, is that all of the people who seem to be getting a spotlight, a glaring white hot spotlight right now, are all black. When mm-hmm. in actuality, in the news, quiet as it's kept has been for decades that they've talked about, you know, all the people that you've mentioned. And they have even more horrifying stories and photos and all sorts of things to prove a lot of their cases. The thing is, is that they're all white and they're all connected to people who are, you know, as they say, all the way to the top, you know, mm-hmm. you know kind of like connected. Right. And so that's like the only difference. You know, and it's just like, and I feel like if Oprah is going to be a part of that and she wants to, to do that, you know, she has money. She has some mm-hmm. power and authority, but that also lets you know, like, if that's the only people she's going after are other uh, black people about the same issue, that lets you know where mm-hmm. she sees herself in the hierarchy of things. 
Because you're mm-hmm. thinking you're a billionaire. You have this huge uh, media empire. You've got all this stuff. You're like the wind beneath white women, a stay-at-home white mom's wings. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oprah, I, like every white woman was like she was their black Jesus, you know? So mm-hmm. if she doesn't even feel like empowered to do a fair or a more in-depth documentary about sexual abuse, the Me Too movement, all this about white men in particular, it just, it just like, it lets you know, like, when everybody says, well, black people, there are a lot of wealthy black people, and you've arrived, and racism is over. It's like, not really. If, if people who you would think have enough power still don't, can't, or won't touch that, that stuff with a, a 10-foot pole, and they're only hitting the ones that are kind of already weakened, like Cosby, like right. Kelly, you know, and they're also black men, so it's a little easier to pal- to, to, to palletize. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, huh? I just find yeah. suspect. He summed it up. We'll keep it moving. He summed it up for both of us right there. <laughs> I'm going to keep it moving. Going to the break, we're going to play um, new music, new playlist right here at NYPA and the Tim Riddles. Uh, remember, you can't listen to this show live and, and you're busy um, on Sundays. You're more than welcome to go in the archives of Blog Talk Radio. You can go to Apple. You can go to Anchor, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Overcast, Amazon Alexa. You can say hey, uh, Alexa, play NYPA Entertainment Radio. Um, comment, five stars requested. Uh, share uh, the whole nine. Um, so we appreciate it, and we'll break back right after uh, some good music right here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Do me a favor, pick me up, pick me up later. Don't worry about no paper Cause I got my stack up in eyes like this My life can get crazy I deal with shit on the daily But baby, I'm thinking maybe We could agree to work it out like this
brown eyes Yes, you're the one that I desire When we wake up And then we make love It makes me feel so nice You're my water when I'm stuck in the desert You're the talent all I take when my head hurts Sunshine on my life I just want to see how beautiful you are You know that I see it I know you're a star Where you go I'll follow No matter how far If life is a
Entertainment Radio here live on Blog Talk with my special guest host, sister from another Mr. Nicole, who's joining me today. Uh, with that being said, is there something you might want to get into? Always. Okay, so I have a few different things. You want? Uh, I'll give you a choice: one, two, or three. Pick one. Lord. Uh, two. Okay, we're still gonna do one and three, but I get I I want you to feel control. So, um, that was actually funny. That was a good one. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this this is how I know we're on a certain wavelength. This is about um, Margot Robbie, as you know, she plays Harley Quinn. And um, and she was asked uh, if there would be a crossover between Birds of Prey, the movie, the new movie, and Joker anytime. Mm-hmm. Like if it's coming up anytime. Um, mm-hmm. So the movie's coming out, I guess, in another week or two. Uh, for Birds of Prey. Friday. Yeah, so in a week. On the um, Friday, a little bit yeah. less. But yeah, so Margot Robbie was discussing it. And, you know, they were talking about, you know, how the Joker was such a big hit. And so Robbie responded. She says, I think I think they exist in two very different worlds. Todd Phillips Gotham and this Gotham, very different. I don't know how you bridge that gap. She'd drive him insane. She'd be on the other side of the fridge like, yeah, Jay Putin, what you doing? And he's like, I just need a minute. I'm going through a lot of shit. <laughs> and he said, it's hardly a surprise with the cartoon Charlie Quinn wouldn't mesh well with the gritty, serious Joker. Um, but it is a difference that dials into what's so exciting about the current incarnation of the DCEU. Um, and mm. so she's saying that mainly that is more focused on DC than the EU of it all. You know, So like in the early days, um, DC and Warner Brothers were trying to basically kind of copy the success that Marvel had with doing the individual superheroes and then doing a team-up movie and then going back in and developing the individual superheroes and, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they're saying that they they were trying to really copy the Marvel-Disney formula. Um, mm-hmm. And Warner Brothers was somewhat successful with the whole Harry Potter um, franchise and then the expansion mm-hmm. of the Fantastic Beasts, which is still a part of the Harry Potter universe, but it's like set mm-hmm. in earlier times. And so that's what mm-hmm. they're saying that 
the whole reason they didn't think that it would mesh well was because um, Zack Snyder kind of kicked everything off with this uh, super serious kind of um, a way that he kind of produced the movies, which is mm-hmm. which was very different than the Dark Knight series. Like that was serious, but it was serious in a different way, and it felt like very elevated. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Zack Snyder was just like too self serious and it wasn't very interesting. Um, right. And so they're, that's why they're just saying they just don't think it will work out just because, um, you know, Birds of Prey is super kinetic. It's got a lot of pop songs. It's very, you know, I won't say plasticky. It's, like, very shiny. It's like the, the like, it makes evil, quote, unquote, or ba- being bad look good because it has that, like, slick <laughs> kind of video quality to it, whereas Joker mm-hmm. was very bare bones. There wasn't a lot of... People weren't glamorized in it, you know? And so mm-hmm. they're just, she's just saying she doesn't see them mixing it up, but who knows? Uh, but it just it's just that those two particular characters are so very different on the spectrum. So that was... When, when I did that Joker, we'll quickly move on to the other two topics. Um... My question as a fan, I, I didn't think of that one. I just thought maybe in the Robert Patterson, Patton or Patterson, I said the right name, Robert Patterson? Patton. Um, Patton. Patton. Yeah, Patton. Yeah, okay, okay. You can, you can say that once. Um, I wanted to know, I wanted if they could come together that way. Because I, I agree, that Joker that uh, Joaquin is playing, you could tell it's another universe, another tie. So, I get what she's saying. What she's saying makes a lot of sense, but I was wondering that with the new Batman coming up, would they bridge that together? That that could be seen like in the same world because it's current. It's now, so right. to speak. So exactly. I wonder if that if they're down the line want to bridge that together. So only time will tell. You and I discussed off air plenty of time, and I did with a lot of other uh, friends of mine who are fans of comic books and, and sci-fi and such that we're not too big on seeing Birds of Prey. It doesn't look that interesting. I can wait until it pop up on Netflix or Epic or whatever. I, I'm not, I'm just not too, I, I don't, I'm not big on, I'm just not, I'm not going to pay for it. I'm not going to see it. Yeah, it's just, I, I, I'm not, I'm not super, and the thing is, I actually like Birds of Prey, the, the, the comics and the story. I even like that short-lived TV show, as cheesy as it was at the time. Um, right, but I'm necessarily all that invested in this one. But who knows? I might surprise myself and just you know, because I'm spontaneous, and I change my mind like that. I might go out and see it, but it's not anything that's like on the top of my list. But just right. a slight, 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 slight segue. Did you hear that? Um, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, Stanfield uh, is was said he'd be interested in playing the Joker, like the modern day. You know who the um, actor is? You know, of course. He's, he, he's, in, he's uh, awesome. Yeah, he's amazing. He was in uh, yeah, Get Out. He was in Excuse Get Me. Out. Or, uh, Atlanta, I, I, yeah, I was right down to Atlanta. That's the first time I seen him was in Atlanta, and he just took off yeah. from there because Donald Glover is a freaking genius. They stopped using the N-word a lot yeah. on the show. You'll be fine. Anyway. Um, yeah. yeah I, and, I didn't. Um, he got a new movie go coming out in this month with Issa Rae. Um, Anyway, yes, I've seen, seen the headline, uh, but I didn't read the article that he uh, will be interested. That will be, you know what, listen, that will be awesome, but heads would explode. 
heads would explode. Folks, I hate to throw the race card in here, but you and I both know, even though it's a fictional character that don't exist, you can make it whatever you want. If you have, if you make a fanboy uh, comic book uh, idol into an opposite race or sex, all hell is going to break loose. All hell will break loose. I think that would be cool, but I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. But I think it would be cool. Yeah, it would be cool. He 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 wants to be the clown prince of crime, but I yeah I would I'd be um I'd be surprised if they did it. Yeah, I but yeah. I think that is it, it would be very interesting, and I think it would be kind of cool. But I could hear a whole mm-hmm. bunch of people going, "But the Joker has always been wide." It's like, but how do you know? Because his face is always painted. But that's true. <laughs> but that's, that's not the. That's, that's a good one. That's true. I mean, you never see that's him without one. all of his makeup. He has a he. You don't know if that if that hair is green for realsies or if it's just a wig or whatever. You know, like you, you don't know how they're gonna play it. If they're gonna play it to look like the Joker from the comics or if they're going to play it to right. look right. like the down kind of more reality based Joaquin Phoenix. You never know. You never know. I mean, right. even Jared Leto right. Joker, he, you know, dyed his hair and put all the, ta- you know, so anything could happen, but in two ways, that was just, so that was a sidebar. Okay. So let me go to the, um, this is something that will, that deals with you personally as a Pennsylvanian. So, in bulk, Groundhog Day and Pennsylvania are all tied together. Other than Punxsutawney Phil, you were all tied together for thousands of years. So, if you didn't know, (laughs) uh, Groundhog Day is is actually based in uh, pagan uh, roots, but our tradition of the whole Groundhog Day and Punxsutawney Phil and Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, you know, that started in 1887. Um, mm. I just still think it's funny that that place is called Gobbler's Knob. I'm like, y'all weren't really ready for current day because so many jokes you made about that. But <laughs> I know, so I'm many jokes. Say, oh, <laughs> y'all need to change yeah. that name <laughs> like yesterday. <laughs> I know. So many um, jokes in that one. I mean, it writes itself. So, completely. So for those who don't know <laughs> what Groundhog's Day is, it's the whole thing is that if the groundhog comes out and sees his shadow, then that means that winter is going to last longer. But that original festival, which was a Christian festival, which was a pagan festival, the Christian festival is called Candlemas or Candlemas and or St. Bridget's Day because it's based off the Celtic goddess Bridget, uh, but it's also called Imbolc. And I was just thinking of Imbolc a few days ago because, you know, I'm all into that kind of mystical stuff. But Imbolc is like the midway point between winter and spring, the, the spring solstices. So the solstices are like whatever, it's like whatever the 22nd is of that month that spring starts and the 22nd of uh, December, which is when winter starts. It's that in-between point. So it's, it kind of works out. But anyway, what the whole story with Imbolc, which is Bridget, is that since she's the winter goddess and there's another name for her, a uh, uh, Celtic uh, goddess, I'm, I know I'm losing y'all, but just stay with me for like two more seconds. Her name is Bera or Kelech. 
so what happened is that she's the winter, the goddess of winter, and she likes to visit Earth. And so when she's out, she out and about, she's like traipsing around gathering firewood because she wants to stay longer. So when she wants to stay longer, she makes the sun really bright and shiny so that she can go and find more firewood for her, you know, for her to stay here longer and be warm and, and, and cozy. So that's where the shadow comes from because the sun is brighter, it's clearer, it's more beautiful, that if a badger or a snake or a groundhog peeks out and they see their shadow, that means that winter is going to last longer because this goddess of winter wants winter to, to, to linger a while. So that's where that all originated from and where the whole thing about a rodent seeing a shadow came from. So the part that how it gets tied to Pennsylvania is because it's Celtic and also German, when a lot of um, immigrants came over, like the Pennsylvania Dutch came over, they had those celebrations already. And that's how that celebration that is firmly based over in Europe came to be here and settled in Pennsylvania with the Pennsylvania Dutch. And that's how we got Punxsutawney Phil at Gobbler's Knob. Again, a joke that writes itself. <laughs> and the irony is today is uh, Groundhog's Day, which is by the sidebar. Exactly. I love it. One, one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite movies is Groundhog's Day. That is one, Day, one of the, the best movies. I love that movie. Very did innovative. You see, uh, yeah, they did an amazing job. So, so I was reading a blog. I don't know, maybe last year sometime, and it said that they calculated the amount of time that uh, Bill Murray was in that loop, and it was like something like a hundred and something years mm. for him to get everything. Oh, really? Like, they kind of calculated. It was like some crazy time like that. Like, it was over. Wow. It was like a crazy amount of time for him to hit every single thing. But for him, it's just day after day after day after day. Like, even when he tried to kill himself, when he tried to do all the other stuff, and it's just like, right. so it took him that long to, like, basically hit, do everything in within the town to change everybody's life for the better, to finally get to that point where he learned his lesson. It's like, damn, and I thought you were hard-headed. A hundred and twenty years. You know, <laughs> anyway... Anyway, you're not gonna sneak something in. You 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 flick, you flick, you snuck a couple things in. I didn't say nothing, so I had to. I don't know, you know, Nicole. I don't know what you mean by that. I, I'm taking offense that you are ever innocent, quote unquote. I I don't uh, listen. As I was saying, she just you know I I apologize for her behavior. Um, yes. Don't listen to him. You can't even hear his eyelashes that. Clink, 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 clink. What did I do? Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> that, that, no, we're not falling for it. <laughs> anyway. We're not falling for that. <laughs> Staying for the groundhog, moving on. In the groundhog theme, I believe he didn't see his shadow from what I got reports on. So it will be six more weeks of winter, which, whatever. I don't believe in that shit anyway. Um, you know, it's funny. New York, New York can't. New York. If it's not New York originated, New York is going to make their own. So every year in New York, they do Groundhog's Day. Of course, we got Puffy Tony Phil. They have Staten Island Chuck. And this isn't every even, year, okay, was, you know we love New York, but that doesn't even roll off the tongue. But exactly. Chuck, 
this shit out you if your mouth out of line. I want to bury your ass, but I'm out of line. And women ask for tips, I tell them get a job and get me some backwards on your EBT card. Don't ask me for weed or drinks in the club or a fucking autograph outside my tour bus. Don't ask me for Gucci, Louis Vuitton, or Uggs. Because A, B, or C, you get none of the above. Can I borrow some money? Can I get some weed? Can I drive your car? Can you pay my rent? Can you buy me a drink? Can I wear your gold? Can you take me to the mall and get me a pair of those? That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out Hey yo, niggas get cocky when they get a little change. They buy a car for gas, they need a little change. They never on the front line, they say the middle main. Picking dollars off the floor after you done made it rain. And women always throwing hits when they rent due. And I throw a hit right back. What the fuck you gonna do? Go get your money from the store, you brought your wig out of. Before I pay your rent, I'ma slap the shit out you. Can I borrow some money? Can I get some weed? Can I drive your car? Can you pay my rent? Can you buy me a drink? Can I wear your gold? Can you take me to the mall and get me a pair of those? That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit out you. Yo, if I gotta, I walk around the world trying to smack everybody. I'm certified. IG don't need to verify me. I smack the shit out you playing rich and being broke. I smack my kids taking batteries out the remote. I smack the shit out police when they pull me over. They stick my middle finger up to the camera on the shoulder. I smack the shit out you, then I smack the shit out you. And mind your business, bitch, ain't nobody talking about you. Can I borrow some money? Can I get some weed? Can I drive your car? Can you pay my rent? Can you buy me a drink? Can I wear your gold? Can you take me to the mall and get me a pair of those? That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out you. With my man DJ Clue, the professional part two, put it down for you fake ass DJs and shit like that. Straight out of QB, all the way around the motherfucking world. Black Frank Sinatra on your ass, QB Braveheart, nigga. Put it on! Yo, was classified as the bastard who died. Rumors say I came back alive with an accident attack. Niggas acting like knives. My passion is to capitalize. Come to my hood, you get jacked for your ride. Catch you from the passenger side. My words turn to sea red, like the eyes of a weed head. Y'all peep my legs and hide like Easter eggs. Arrive to the beach instead. Caskets drop, your soul go. Erupt an astronaut. I'm talking and living. Y'all weak dudes should offer forgiveness. Cause fronting like you ill. Get yourself tortured by killers. In New York, I'm the realest. Predicted by fortune tellers. Sick with the talking methods. AKs for redders. My whole team is stealers like Jerome Bettis. Ramming niggas like St. Louis. We dope getters. And y'all niggas is losers. Nothing fucking with us. Nothing but brave hearts gonna hustle with us. Uh. DJ Blue. Nah, 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 live from the 
Lincoln, 800 collect call, commercials like a senior hall. I'm on Times Square, New Year's with Dick Clark, dropping the ball, for cooling the game, doing my thing, Prince of Cut Chains. I bend bitches like bike frames, my tight game, I make Hillary Lee Bill, quick as lightning. I have her wearing tight jeans, giving nice brains in a white range, pulling up the club life, turn into a thug life dame. I'm saying you rolling with Nasa Diamonds, we flowing the same Thomas. Jury box full of stones, so I can change diamonds. Matching masterpieces on black candy beaches. Even the paparazzi tried to peep us. The skies with dark shades and fake beards. A lucky photographer noticed Tyra Banks hair. But I showed the tabloids bogus passports. I told them back off while I flipped like Castro Troy. DJ Clue, DJ Clue. Nas, Nas, live from the bridge. From the bridge. 2001. Come on, come on. Live from the bridge. Stay high from the edge Where the most popular shit Niggas knocking my shit Denali's Bad design rims 2000 S-Bins Watching ESPN With two dime lesbians I hit it of course I did it to flaws The last dawn Doing hits like Pepe and Cross Esco the balls Cast long Niggas think I'm blackular Cause I'm in the castle With a bitch Paul Waxina I leave my teeth marks And hoes Scoop them like a spatula Pass them to my peoples And party like a bachelor Till I meet a gangster bitch Give a bank to hit In return All she wanna do Is drink the dick Fuck street clothes, we thug it out in tuxedos Stomp niggas with hard bottoms in casinos Hundred brave hearts, best up, nigga reload We keep low, hundred thousand bank kilo Dear Summer, I know you gon' miss me For we've been together like Nike Airs and Chris T's S-Dots with polo fleeces Purple label shit with the logo secret Give me a couple years, shit, I might just sneak in a couple words and like peaches and herbs We'll be reunited and feel so hood How the whole world saying, how you still so good? Well, I do this in my slumber summer I ain't none of these half-ass newcomers You know how I do summer I drop heat when you bring the sun up The combo make niggas act up I pick a gun up, niggas back up They know I'm not no fronter I don't talk shit, I just flip it on ya Sorry, Lance, I'm just trying to advance my quotes I ain't making you the butt of my jokes But let's not trade for what I came to say To my beloved Think we need some time away They say if you love it You should let it out and cage and fuck it If it comes back you know it's there to stay It's tugging at my heart But this time a part is needed From the public who should've gave me the public They gave me the advocate But you know me thugging to the casket We still shine light down on all my pairs I know they wear some queer, I still want them to share And all the success I receive I know you can't believe I still love them, but they don't love me They like the drunk uncle in your family You know they lame, you feel ashamed But you love them the same It's like when niggas make subliminal records If it ain't directed directly at me I don't respect it You don't really want it with hoes For the record, I put a couple careers on hold. You could be next kid Keep it in the danger zone You gonna make that boy whole Put your name in the song Another vacay on another boat. Damn, a motherfucker rode his way out the hood. And I pray that I stay out for good. But any day you know a nigga could try to play like Shug. Then I gotta play like Dutch Schultz. You pass the Dutchie, I blast you. Trust me, niggas can't fuck with me. I'm in a good mood. You lucky, I got a good groove. And I ain't trying to fuck my finger. But I will lay down a couple green bucks to get you cleaned up. Non-pope-fiction, co-pope-fiction, young niggas that blasphemy, no religion. Listen here, Summer, baby. I just believe it's the right thing to do. I got a brand new bitch, corporate 
Monica. She's showing me a lot of action right now. And I know you put me on my feet and all, but, I mean, it's time for me to grow. You gotta let me go, baby. You gotta let me go. I'm done for now, so one for now. Possibly forever, we had fun together. But like all good things, we must come to an end. Please show the same love to my friends, dear Summer. Uh-huh. Yeah. I paid for six cans. You only gave me five. Man, you only gave me 50 cents, man. I gave you 60 cents, and I didn't even try to get my candy. I can't stay all day. Listen here. Trick love the kids, but you got to pay for this sugar. I bet you'll like it. Yeah. Chris Vanilla is a hell of a flavor for me with strawberries, two cherries, and whipped cream. The best means are the wet dreams. Then the rest is just a flick without a sex scene. Orally, I speak the truth, cause the black of the bear, the sweet of the juice, cause blow the oranges and Georgia peaches. When they nice and ripe, they the best for eating all. Southern boys be craving for slice of pie after they main course. So if you game for it, I came for it. I got a thing for you that I can't ignore.
Hit him in the chest with it. One time. One time again in the head. The buddy roll, y'all. Check it out.
Welcome back to NYT Entertainment Radio, uh, live here on Blog Talk. Uh, as always, um, can't listen to us live. Um, we're more than welcome to go into the archives of Blog Talk Radio. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, check out the 11 other ways you can listen to Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Radio Public, uh, Breaker, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Overcast, Amazon Alexa. You can yell at it across the room. She'll play it for you. Share, comment, five-star ratings if you think we deserve it. Um, as a program note, next week there is no show. I'll be back up and running a week after that on February 16th. So next week, no show. See you in two weeks on the 16th. No show next week. Uh, and going to my topic, today is Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, outside of you guys are listening to us, I'm sure you got the TV on also, trying to do both. But, like, I like Super Bowl. You can listen to us anytime. But I like you that you listen to us live. Um, with the Super Bowl, you have to have time show. And we're taking it to my topic is that allegedly, I like to say that because we don't know, uh, Jay-Z turned down Super Bowl halftime show after he was asked to bring Rihanna and Kanye West. Out of this year's Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl game, Jay-Z is recalling the time he famously turned down a halftime show performance at the major sporting event. Uh, the music mogul who's 50 years old uh, told the New York Times that the NFL had approached him about making sure he would bring Rihanna and Kanye West to perform the collaboration Run This Town. Cool. Of course I could have, Jay-Z told the publication, but I said, no, you get me. That is not how you go about it, telling someone that they're going to do the halftime show, continuing on, they, on who they bring. I said, forget it. It was a principal thing. The rapper previously spoke about his decision to turn down the show, adding that he didn't like the selection process. I did like the process. I think the process of selection was fractured. Um, he told the reporters this week, uh, take four of us, take four of us, and everybody thinks they're playing the Super Bowls almost like this interview process. So I think I could pick one. Three other people are upset. That's not even good math. After three years, nine people are upset. Three people are going to play. I just think the process could have been more definite. Now the father of three is working with the league as their, quote, live music entertainment strategist after he signed a deal with the NFL last year. Uh, through the deal, Jay-Z's entertainment sports company, Rock Nation, now consults the NFL on live events, including Super Bowl halftime show. The NFL has a great big platform, and it has to be all-inclusive, uh, he's told the Times in August of 2019. Mr. also agreed to work with the league's activism Activism campaign inspired change, adding there we're willing to do some things to make some changes that we can do some good. Dizzy's involvement in the league was in response to the NFL's controversial year after fans and artists rallied to support Colin Kaepernick, the former San Francisco 49ers quarterback, who started the hashtag Take a Knee movement uh, a protest, to protest racial and justice. Uh, last year, more than 100,000 people signed a change.org petition urging last year's performance. Room 5, Travis Scott, a big boy, he dropped out of the set in support of Kaepernick, who had not been offered a contract with any team since beginning the protest in 2016. 
NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell told the Times, we don't want people to come necessarily agree with us. We want people to come and tell us what we can do better. I think that's a core element of our relationship between two organizations with Jay and I personally. The 2020 Super Bowl halftime show uh, this year will star Shakira, a rock nation client, along with Jenny from the block, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Look, easy for me to say, Jennifer Lopez. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting how the story went. You went from shitting on it to being partners with it, which is kind of interesting. You know, money talks and bullshit runs the marathon, so. Um, We'll see. We'll see as time goes on if he makes any changes. That's your cue. Well, you that's already your, know that, that is your like the NFL is modern day slavery, so I don't really have much to contribute uh, towards that. <laughs> Angela, Angela I mean, Davis, Harriet Tubman, can you please? Right, I know you're very militant. I get that. I understand that. Fight the power that be. I get that. So, all right, we're gonna move on because I get her started. <laughs> so going to rant. We'll we'll go past it. We'll gonna... go right to the seven o'clock hour. No. You know, you're going to rant. You. You'll get started. I'm not, I wasn't about to go on a rant. I'm just saying that it's that the league is made up of eighty percent black. 70, 70 percent, I think. Uh, uh, 80 is probably a little overshooting it a little bit, but there's literally almost zero percent ownership by any other person of color, and we still don't have like are not treated like actual American citizens. I mean, Colin Kaepernick peacefully protesting is for some reason such a problem just taking a knee he wasn't talking a whole bunch of crap he wasn't saying a lot of stuff he wasn't doing incendiary things on and off the field and still that's a problem so i just give no f about the nfl i don't support it i don't care about the super bowl they can all go suck a duck so yeah i mean i just feel like he's just a part of all the other hypocrites I mean, it's a business move. It's a great business move for him, but I don't really have anything to say. It's not like I'm shocked. It's business. All right, moving on. Uh, what else you want to get into? <laughs> We're going to keep it moving. What else you going to get into? <laughs> you know, I don't appreciate being treated like I'm some kooky loon. Just because I'm speaking fast. It's nothing else to say, Angela Davis. There's nothing else to say. And then if I know that I kept you going, would have been ran over the last half hour of the show, and you just grab it. You the only one that's getting loud and revolutionary, my brother. <laughs> I'm uh, being chill. I'm just, that's why I was quiet. I was just uh-huh. letting you say your piece. Oh, okay. So I have another topic that's completely away from that. But, again, it's about uh, smoke mirrors. So, you know James Corden, right? Mm-hmm. The talk late late show? Yeah. With James Corden? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> there's a big old, like, hue and cry about the fact that um, James Corden's carpool karaoke, that he doesn't yeah. always drive the car, even though he really does yeah. a good job of pretending like he's driving the car when he's not. Um, yeah. 
but they showed how just like with all other when you see like TV shows and people are supposed to be driving and talking, most of the time they're not driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's somebody else that's driving uh-huh. their stuff. But um, so apparently it was like a big deal. Um, and he wrote on Twitter, he said, I'm shocked I've done something that upsets people more than cats because, you know, cats bombed and was just terrible. Um, right. <laughs> there was a whole bunch of Twitter people who were like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. You don't always drive your car. How dare you? You know, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and uh, there was a, apparently somebody on Twitter, their username is called Gaze. Yes, you heard that right. A-S-S-G-A-Z. <laughs> But they're so upset about how they're outraged. Um, but that he, you know, said that he usually does drive, but that the show is not live for some people reason. People think the show is live, even though it's called the Late Late Show. And unless we're like in Norway, it's not going to be bright, burning daylight at eleven eleven p.m. Right. at night. But I don't know why people, but they film it at five p.m. Which is how most of the late shows do. They they film at like sure. between three and five p.m. So I don't yep. know why anybody's shocked. That's just how they all work. <laughs> um, and then they broadcast later that night. But um, that they do some of the sketches and that that some of the sketches are not real. Like again, mm. who didn't know? <laughs> um, right. And so it's just like, and then they're like in uh, Corden doesn't actually need the celebrities he's with to help him get to work, you know, because, you know, that's the whole premise. Like, they're all going to work yeah. or doing something. I'm like, yeah, we, we figured that out. But I just think it's just funny um, that there was just such a big hue and cry about, what, it's not real? It's not 100% real? It's like, do you really think Christina Aguilera, James Corden, and Missy Elliott are all going to the same location and they all work like a nine-to-five together when we're not, when we don't see them, if they don't have a new house like Right. Think about it, people, or like when, uh, or when Michelle Obama was in the car, like she really needed a ride to work when she has like secret security, uh, secret right. service for the rest of her life. <laughs> I mean, but okay. Right. So it's just funny. I just thought that was just funny how people were like, we've been deceived. And sometimes they tape in other days, or earlier, like right. another week, other days, and edit it and bring it in for that day. So it's like. But, it, it, you know, it's not like the people really live in the television, folks. Like, it's not real. It's entertainment. It's fodder. Like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Just like if I see oh John Cryer, God. I'm going to punch him in his face because his Lex Luthor is so good that I can't stand him. And I know he's a character, but when I see him on that show, I want to dot him in his eye. His little Weasley Lex you know Luthor eye. <laughs> you know what? You 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 shouldn't say that's funny, but there are actual people. I had a, I did a segment last week on Michael Laney Jr., who plays the character Tariq on Power, and he received three hundred and twenty six death threats because of his character. They're so threatening to kill this kid because his character allegedly, supposedly, we will know to the series finale next week, shot. Ghost. Then there's a rumor I read online. There's a petition against the character having his own show because people hate him so much. He's not fucking real. He's not real. This, this is not real. Leave that kid alone. Why are you? And it's like, and if you didn't think the show is real, 
people would be sued because most of the time when people are trying to get it on or they're committing crimes, they don't have a camera following them. I mean, think about it, people. Think about it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I'm, I'm sitting there in the – now, I, I, I lie to you not. The character, the character angers me, but he's doing a good job. I can't stand that character, but he's doing a great job. Like John Clark playing Lex Luthor, doing a great job. All these villains or whatever that gets under your skin, I oh, was strangled, but they're doing a good job. That means they're really, you know, you don't see them as themselves. You see them as the character. That that means there's a spot-on job. But you don't threaten them. You don't threaten them. You don't threaten to kill them. That threat is serious. You don't do that. He's doing a job. Why are you – like, honestly, that's not – this is not real. Like I said, folks, the people don't really live in a television. You know what I mean? When you turn it off, they don't go to sleep. That's not how it works. You don't threaten um, this individual, this young man. Like, honestly, come on. Get a life. Like I said last week, get out your mom's basement, come outside, smell the fresh air, walk around, meet a boy, meet a girl, meet somebody else. But, like, spend your time to threaten an actor – because he's doing a good job as, you know, his character is getting on your nerves. That's just ridiculous. That is ridiculous. This is whatever. Anywho. It is. One more, one more music break before we wrap things up here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. New month, new playlist.
nigga named Jamal. Mac and hoes in the tight clothes with pretty toes. Uh-huh. Kicking flows for all the Roddy bros in the ghost. Look, one, two to the break of one, nine, nine, five. Jamal represent and keep it live. It don't matter how I come on these funk floor tracks with rats. We about to still make snacks. We got bitches for days. Riches it pay. Damn since changed since back in the day. In my mouth is where the blunt stay played. Then I get paid. Then kick a phrase to a mate. I'm getting busier, leaving hoes busier than they ever been with the grown men. Busier, straight loony type of nigga that to drop the temperature. Bitch, I ain't really into all the tramp gold diggers. PA Entertainment Radio. Uh, we're about to wrap things up. Remember, no show next week. I'll be back up live in two weeks on February 16th. So when I look at the clock, about that time, you want to do a shout out? So what I would like to do, instead of a shout out, I'd like to encourage everybody to register to vote. Vote in your local elections. They're more important than the national ones, but also vote for the national ones. Your local elections determine whether or not you have judges who uh, regulate commissioners who punish cops who hurt and um, uh, kill black and brown people. And, you know, and then for like health care and the big things, you also want to do local elections because they are the ones that vote in the senators and do all the other stuff. So please register to vote. Vote, vote, vote.
So what I ask you to do, and I'll keep my opinions about voting to myself. All right, folks, I'm going to do my shout-outs here. I love the Nicole will be back to take my instructions. Um, I shout-out to everyone there and far to Nicole, even though she can't follow instructions. She helped me out today, as always. Uh, please listen to the show, support it, uh, share, comment, uh, five stars if you think we deserve it. Appreciate it. Uh, more updates about the little spinoff show coming soon and about my novel that will be coming out, Lord willing, this time in 21. Uh, I'll more details about that at a later date. Uh, have a good week. Be safe. We'll see you in two weeks right here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. The show is over. Yo. I'm not a preacher. I just like making good music.
over. The show is over.